Hello and welcome to the Taylor's Tales podcast. This is Chris's Corner. I'm your host, Chris Taylor, and welcome back to a brand new episode. This week, I'm talking about reaching 200 pounds and benching 100 kg for five or four in this case. Um, I, you know, this episode's not going to be for everybody. But in in fun of the UK government warning the entire population that they could be potential conscription for everybody, let's see the Russians bench 100 kg, and then we'll come back to this topic later on, shall we? Because I think that would be pretty funny to test out nation v nation and we'd lose like a motherfucker because I know the Russian stereotype. We've all seen Rocky and we all know. He dies. He dies. <laughs> yeah, that's such a bad way of judging who's going to win a war. Which movie character resembles uh, <laughs> your country more in a better light? Who's going to win it? Because I don't think there's many British characters out there that are really repping it for the world. It's normally America versus the US, uh, versus Russia. So I don't know how this is going to work out, but it's kind of funny thinking about how for the past five years or so I've kept myself in, in pretty good shape and now there's potentially World War Three on the the upcoming, so I may need to use my uh, my <laughs> athleticism for something other than living a good life. <laughs> oh yeah, it's all coming together. Crazy, but um, it, it, in all fairness, as as well, like you know, it is nuts to say we're now a hundred years past the First World War, um, and we're now coming into the potential for another you know, a third world war based off what's Russia ha- happening. I-, I always find this thing, these things like political sort of tensions between nations quite f- interesting, but I'm not going to go into it uh, into, into this podcast too much because I, th- I think I've already lost like about 100 people immediately uh, in-, in the first 10 seconds. So that's fine. Abandon your post! Please save my Moving on, uh, before I get into to the things of reaching over 200 pounds and benching 100 kg for five um, and four as well, <laughs> I don't know why I yet said that earlier. Um, there's the thing of something that's come on my mind recently that keeps looping in my head. And I think it's listening to Matthew McConaughey's Green Lights on Audiobook. I know I've talked about this book multiple times on this podcast, so I'm happy to talk about it again. I keep hearing. Matthew talk about in just enjoying the little things in life just little like his he constantly reminds me of just this positive energy of just really enjoying the things that you love and it's very difficult to talk to loads of people like that because I, I see so many people living other people's lives almost like a, like a, a duplicate of their life and they're conscripting to what they think's right rather than what they know within themselves to be their calling or who they are as a person. And I think there's always going to be the, well, let's do what you can do to survive. Once you've got survival in hand, there's also the things that you need to thrive. 
and it can feel very easy to say well i'm just going to you know dump it all out chuck it down the toilet shit all over it and say start again but it's much you know i think a lot of people think when you start from scratch again that it's going to be ah uh, you know all easy sailing i think actually it's very much a gradual journey towards success no matter what you do and the reason why i bring this up is because you know recently i've been really enjoying the moments of the day each day so for instance this morning um i took a photo of just the sun rising and just watching it from my apartment as it came up over the sky and i've been doing that a lot lately and i've just been really focusing in on the moment rather than what could potentially be going on throughout the day or what could be potentially going on in life or plans or things because it can feel very much um, especially for me i'm in my late 20s there's a lot there's a big question mark over your life when you get to this period of your life from a lot of people now thankfully i've done a lot to Oh, look at me, I'm shaking in my little space boots. Uh, to talk to people about and, and to, to be, and I've talked a lot about it on this podcast and my experiences in life and the, how thankful I am for that. But there's also a real easy, easy thing to forget that if you don't live day by day, it can feel very like the days just slip through your hands like water. And I do genuinely think that if you don't take those moments and live and really enjoy them and do things that you truly want to do. You, you may get called self-centered by your friends or you may get called very me-focused, but what you're gonna realize is that if you don't do that, you're gonna be living other people's lives and you're gonna get to fucking 60 or 70 or 80 or 90 years old and you're gonna look back and be like, why didn't I do this? Why didn't I do that? Why didn't I do the things that I loved? And it's become very apparent to me as well that I have a select amount of energy for me to provide. And there's an inability sometimes where I put so much effort into what I love that everything else kind of just like the volume gets put way down on it. Dr. Cox, I'm so glad I caught you. And I there it is again, that ringing in my ears. It's kind of an ah, but it's more piercing. It's more of an so I get so hyped up for working out, for instance, that when it's later in the day, when it's like the afternoon, for instance, and I want to record a podcast, my energy's low. So I have to, <laughs> like, for instance, today, I had to drink a Dr. Pepper to be able to freaking get some caffeine into my system to then have the energy to do this podcast because I've gone on a, a walk. Um, I drove all the way to Goring and went on a, a beautiful sunset walk like again bringing it back to those those moments um taking those moments into so watching the sun set as as well as rise it, it also drains you so you have to do all these things that you have to take into account that uh that that can really wear on your mind as well so be very careful make sure you're eating lots of food for the love of swallow now I'm not pooping tonight. And this brings us back to the overall title of this video, reaching over 200 pounds, as apart from consistency um, and, and being able to realize that it's just a number, basically. It doesn't really mean anything for me personally. I don't, you know, I, I've started using a measuring tape now rather than worrying too much about the weight. It's more about my performance and what I, how I feel and how I look. 
Um, I don't care what anyone says, aesthetic does matter. Uh, once you reach a certain point, like I have, where you've got so fucking shredded that it's like, whoa, mind-blowing, uh, you can't maintain that forever. Like, being that lean is not possible year-round. I've got to sub 9% body fat. It's fucking tiring. Like, you are so tired all the time. Um, you are constantly having to drink caffeine to stay maintained. You are constantly trying to not think about food all the time. Like Fridays were always like days I look forward to because I was always going to be getting some sweets, some carbohydrates into my system. And it's only now that I reflect back that that's like, it, it was great to test myself at that point, but there's also new boundaries that I need to push forward as well. And it's very interesting to think about these things introspectively because if you don't do this introspective thoughts, then you're not going to make any progress. So it's it's very it's very much a mindset of you cannot be perfect all the time, and you cannot have this mindset of I'm going to smash my goals, and they're going to continuously get smashed every time without having some sort of oh okay right. It, it I may have felt in the moment that I was at my peak. I wasn't always at my peak. Uh, we have all living, uh, very much so, I don't care that the pandemic's over, we all still live in our own little bubbles, and life definitely keeps moving on, the sun keeps rising, the you know, the sun keeps setting no matter what goes on, and I, I know it's a cliche, I know it's blah blah blah, you know, whatever, but it, it makes sense, doesn't it? It makes sense to, to find this mindset of how far you can go forward and how you need to make sure that you're taking in those moments. And so in those moments, as well as enjoying a sunset and a sunrise, one of the things that I do before I go to a workout now that kind of amps me up um, is watch some anime AMVs uh, as like a pre-workout ceremony for myself before going into the gym. And it really amps me up. I love these. Um, Impossible with Escanor. Escanor's such a cool character. Uh, he represents very much a part of the workout culture in my mind is, is why a lot of people work out in the first place is pride. And pride gets like a lot of um, sort of stick as a sin. I think that a lot of people go into the gym mainly for pride and I don't necessarily think that's a bad thing I think that um, you can take it to such an extent where your ego is very easily uh, you know fragile enough where if you get taken the piss out of you take it every you know every everything's everyone on around you is on eggshells basically from whatever they say uh, for me personally, I'm always laughing when I'm with people. I'm I'm always like smiling because I, I you know, I <laughs> it's all good fun most of the time. I've never hung around with people and ever felt, you know, personally attacked. And the only time I've ever felt personally attacked was when I was like 14, 15, when I was back at school when kids were kids, you know. Children are assholes, and my kids are assholes. Your kids are assholes Cause all kids are assholes It's very interesting thinking about this. So I love Escanor because he represents this idea of you know bullet being bulletproof with this layer of pride around him. This in invulnerable mindset of I am the best, I can be the best in my own world. It's not true, you know, for the majority of people, you're not going to be the best at what you do. 
because that is the top 1% of the top 1%. But that doesn't mean you can't be better. And this is why bringing it back again to reaching over 200 pounds and benching 100 kg for five is like for me personally, that is a personal best. That is a personal, you know, I, I did today, I did 105 kg just like, you know, I was, I'd done uh, 100 kg for four and then I'd done 105 kg for one. And it felt so good just knowing you can do it. It's just weird just knowing you have that in your locker. I don't know why that, that to me means a lot. It just does. It doesn't matter really. It's just two big metal circles being pressed around uh, by myself. But it's kind of, it's weird. It's a, it's a mindset of, I'm going to do this. It's going to hurt, but it's going to be a joyful hurt. This, my friend, is a protein shake. It comes in shakes. I'm getting one. Uh, you know, and it, it bringing back to, to the pride thing again, you're going to have people... You know, I, I, just one of the, my favorite things as well is when people who have little lifting experience saying stuff. Uh, and then you have the lifters who are like, I am a demigod in comparison to you. And it's just like, really? 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 And then you're just like, release level one restraints. <laughs> and then you go beast mode on them and it's hilarious. Come on, you were talking all that good shit a second ago. Then I blew your fucking legs off. You, what the fuck? What's wrong, demigod? Just grow back your legs. Summon up your demons. Hit me. Fight me. Give me a hug. Um, I I genuinely think that everybody's got weaknesses that they don't talk about when it comes down to whether it be fitness, life, and if you don't tackle them, you allow them to grow bigger and. It, one for me was always the fact that I never properly bulked. I've never been in a surplus for a very long time. I am tackling this mindset of, you know, I can't always be absolutely shredded to the gills. Does this mean I don't have a six pack right now? No, it doesn't. I still have a six pack right now. But it's still this mindset of, okay, push the body further, push the body further. Can I, can I take this? Can I get to... You know, can I be at 3,500? Yes, I can be at 3,500. Okay, can I be at 3,750? That'll be next month's task. Really minuscule increases to be really, really disciplined with what you're doing. And to me, this is fascinating because this is an experiment. This is an experiment with who I am and what I'm doing. And it means that I don't really have to have stakes that are going to hurt anyone else. I think this is my favorite thing about bodybuilding and about running as well. Uh, running and weightlifting are an individual sport that you don't have to rely upon anyone else. You physically go and you have to push yourself to the very edge of who you are and you don't have to rely on other people. Um, I totally understand why Dorian Yates said um, I always got pissed off on my teammates. I think one of the things when I was younger is very much the opposite where uh, my teammates got annoyed with me and I felt all the pressure in the world every time I got a football at my feet and like the nerves just kicked in and I would fuck up every time. And so it's come to this point in my life now where it's the complete opposite and I no longer feel any sort of pressure whatsoever. I know I've got this. But by building the discipline and the consistency, I get to this point now where I get to say, well, I've reached, what was it, 91 kg this morning. Uh, I weigh 91 kg. I bench over 100 kg. It's like, it's, you know, your body weight plus. And it's just so cool to be in that place where you're also able to go do a 13-mile um, a run at 740 pace. 
you know, and still be healthy. So, you know, it, it's a big one. Can you yourself, have you got goals in your mind where you know you could be pushing yourself further? You know it's going to go out of your comfort zone and you know you have that option to do it. Can you do this? Are you willing to do so? If the answer is yes, then do it. Do it! Just do it! Don't let your dreams be dreams. Yesterday, you said tomorrow. So just do it! Make your dreams come true! And it's going to be tough, and it's going to be you fighting against yourself. And it's going to be a battle within. And I think, you know, listening to Green Lights again, there's a story where Matthew talks about how he moved to Australia for a year and he lived with these absolute nut jobs. And he very much went into a very introspective mindset of he didn't have many, he didn't have anyone to talk to apart from really, you know, the first six months he was with these this crazy family and he became a vegetarian, he lost loads of weight, um, he was sending 15-page letters to his family on the way back home, he went into this kind of state and I, it reminds me so much of COVID, it reminds me so much of that mindset so many people went through and how it's just fascinating to think that we all went through some sort of mindset at that period of time where we were going a little bit nuts and we've all got a different story of how we dealt with it and I think there's still this opportunity at the moment where that introspection may not be forced upon us as it was with COVID, but if we can still take it, then it will be very interesting. And one of those things that I really want to do over the next coming years is I've, I've actually figured out a, a five-year plan for myself. One that's really enjoyable. You know, I'm going to continue to focus on increasing the things that I want to do. So I want to you know, push my body to the very limits, maximize everything I can about it in terms of physicality. But I also want to be able to take my meditation to a new level. Um, and I'm really enjoying meditating and taking myself back down to earth and just really sinking into the, to the sofa and trying to connect just with anything else other than what's going on in the world. And release all of those sounds that are trapped in your mind. very easy to realize there's so much going on and there's so many things to do but it's very easy to just go oh, right focus on the breath nothing else there's nothing else clear your mind and have some sort of meditation music in the background just white noise basically and just zone in and one of the reasons I do that is because I think my mind races so quickly about everything. It latches on to the very next idea. If I am, for instance, if I'm running or if I'm weightlifting, I think this is why I love it so much, is because I never, I never ever feel more alive when I am within those moments, when I'm pushing myself to the very edge. I think because I do so, because I push myself so hard, it does bring me back to why I relate to Goggins so much is because you don't feel, when you aren't in those mode, when you aren't on that high nine, what most people call the runner's high or the weightlifting pump, everything else has this just such a lower level. And it brings back that quote that I always used to say to some of my friends um, from Suits. This, there's this great quote by Harvey Specter. Is, I, you know, most people like this 
I like this. And he's, life is this. I like this. Literally, <clears throat> he's talking about having a, a, a love for the high life. He enjoys, and he enjoys being in the best of the best. I totally get that. You know, I love my car. I love my luxuries. I love the fact that I can go into a first-class lounge at the airport and just enjoy myself. Like, I love those things as well. But it's also a realization that when, with all the high highs, there is definitely lows as well. And you have to take those on the chin as well. And this brings me to, you know, Henry Rollins. I've been listening to very much some, some of his quotes and his talks recently and he he always had this great um, quotation of the iron never lies and this idea that you need to be able to push that to the very edge like I've, I've said before but he also says that the repetition of discipline and pushing yourself going from a skinny kid to somebody who can handle himself it shows that you have transformed your inner mind as well. And he talks about, you know, this idea of, I believe that one defines oneself by reinvention. To not be like your parents, to not be like your friends, to be yourself, to cut yourself out of stone. This is a quote that to me defines me as well. I don't have anyone in my family or friends who is like me in any way, shape or form in terms of how I handle life. Um... It's very different to how I do things. I think this is why I found success in a lot of areas because I just have this mindset of I'm going to do this and I'm going to do it hard. But by bedtime, you are hurting and ready to sleep. And I, it's very much, very similar to Henry Rollins' mindset as well. Uh, fucking Tism family. Da 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 da. 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 Tism family. Um. <laughs> It is very much this routine mindset. <clears throat> and I think that, to me, is something that got dr very much drilled into me as a youngster of the school run, the football, the just consistency of life, going uh, doing the same things over and over and over again until you're like 18. Uh, I don't think that's easy to kind of remove, and that's probably why I really struggled when I went to... Uh, Mexico and the US back in 2021 after the pandemic I went from this just consistency every single day for basically a year and a half to two years um, and then sorry tw I said 2021 didn't I I meant 2022 and two years of, of the pandemic and then going into well now you can do whatever you want and you're in a foreign nation so you can travel wherever you want and you can go see whatever you want and you have unlimited time in any of these places and that to me, the chaos, I think chaos to me is, is very difficult to deal with. Um, so this is why traveling to me is important, placing myself within that uncomfortable zone and placing myself within new areas to freshen my mind is very much uh, something that has to be done. Otherwise, I find myself getting into this consistent grind mindset, which doesn't help anyone else because it doesn't help uh, with <laughs> any great stories. Let's be honest. Let's be down, damn fucking straight. There is, uh, in I find this absolutely fascinating, some of the stuff here. Well, fascinating is a word I use for the unexpected. 
And to me, it, it relates very much to some of the anime characters of Goku and Vegeta, where they have this Saiyan pride of just constantly trying to get better, constantly training, and they find themselves uh, competing consistently to build upon themselves. Now, I haven't found the Vegeta to my Goku at the moment, but hopefully there will be at some point, and I will have find a friend um, who will be able to challenge me in the areas that I want to be challenged in. I think this is very much another thing, is you've got friends who have all of these different, um, you know, joys of life, and we've all got different things that we love, and that's to me, is brilliant, because it's diversity and creativity, and we all have different ways to bring the best out of other people, and once again, bringing it back to the... Uh, uncomfortability of doing something you've never done before but there's also you know if you've got something you love and not no one else really loves it as much as you it's very difficult to be around people who don't love it as much because all you're thinking about is oh my god i can't wait to do this i can't wait to do that i can't um i you know i i push myself to such an extent that it's very difficult to relate to other people and this is very much this is why i loved watching uh the last dance with michael jordan because I, I you know he, he was his mindset of you know, he didn't understand why his teammates just weren't working as hard as him. And I, I kind of get that as well. Really? Oh, so that's how you're going to play it. You're going to do this? Okay, fine. That's all I needed. That's all I needed for him to do that. And it, it became personal with me. But it's bad. It's bad that I get that because I know it's psychopathic. <laughs> you know, there's... <laughs> supposed to be why isn't it possible it's just not why not you stupid bastard it's it's very much of you remember who you used to be but even when you when i was younger i still had this mindset of i it was just untapped it was there it was just untapped because uh, i always had that anger lurking within me and it just wasn't utilized at all, so it just was negative. But now I just use it to a positive aspect. Uh, and so, to bring it to something a little bit more relatable, I've been listening to to Bill Burr, of course, the Monday Morning Podcast. Who doesn't listen to it? And so this is why I'm doing a, you know, if you've made it to this it, this far into the podcast, you'll now realize why I'm doing it purely audio. I wanted to take it back to basics, uh, and I wanted to do a podcast where it's just purely audio. Uh, for the audio listeners, they're just like, fucking gee whiz, doctor, fucking special guts, whatever. You know, it doesn't do anything for us. Uh, but for those on YouTube, um, I think for the podcast, I am going to try and do just audio for a bit just to change things up. But I want to experiment with the channel a little bit more. I don't, you know, I listen to Bill Burr and he just tells these great stories and I always think to myself, if I can be energetic and creative without staring at myself in a camera, uh, I really want to, to focus in on that. And I really want to focus in on a, be a, being a better storyteller and a vocalist and somebody who's good at podcasting and to take it back to the original thing. It reminds me of how Sam Sullock has brought back the original fitness industry, where the original fitness videos were unfiltered, unedited, straight raw, just talking and then weightlifting. And then that was it. 
And I think I'm going to give some some stuff a go on the channel that are a little bit different than the podcast because the podcast can get a little bit boring because it's just me fucking talking for fucking 30 minutes, you know. Uh, and I think, you know, if you're not listening to this on Spotify, if you were on YouTube, it will be very much, uh, yeah, the memes are fun, but like, what else? <laughs> what else is there? She says, is beauty all that matters? And you say... What else is there? Uh, Bill Burr as well. Something that really made me realise is that he's got... He's probably the best working comedian alive. He's got the most amount of money he's ever had. He's got um, kids, a wife he loves, a life he loves. But he's still human. And he still makes me realise when I listen to those podcasts that even he has bad days. He's talking about these things. And I just... It makes it so much easier to deal with life when you hear one of your favourite people talking about stuff that they're going through in tough times. And I think this is something that, for me personally as well, the dark months of January and February for me, and my mum and me relate to this very much so, is that it's tough mentally on us. We're very sunshine people, uh, and... It does make me think, oh, what if, wouldn't it be easier if you just lived in Australia or somewhere where it's sunny all the time? And then I think to myself, no, because then you'd just be dealing with some sort of other issue about Australia where it wouldn't be sunny all the time when you get there and you realise that there's other negativities and you then come up with the mindset of the grass is always greener on the other side. Um, but then you'd also, you know, the thing with me as well, is I'm always thinking this. Wouldn't it be easier if I just lived here? Wouldn't it be easier if I just moved abroad? Wouldn't it be easier if I just did this, that, and the other? So very much related to, to Bill on his um, sort of, not rants, but conversations that he records with himself where he's just thinking, oh, you know, wouldn't it be better if I just did this? Or wouldn't it wouldn't have been easier if I didn't have to do that? And, you know, he takes the piss out of himself and he just so open to who he is as a person, and I want to be that open, I want to be that, that you know, cool is not the right word to uh, utilise in this scenario, but uh, for me personally, he's the coolest, he, he is one of the coolest dudes, and, and I mean that in the way that he, he just reminds me so much of my dad and my uncles, someone, he him and my uncles would just get on so well, him, my dad, and my uncle just said because they're all the similar age, like my you know similar fifties and above. I can just imagine them all shooting, you know, chatting absolute rubbish around the, you know, the bar, and I think they'd be hilarious. And then my dad would hundred percent butt heads with him because they're both just like aggressive <laughs> fucking adults <laughs> with, with zero fucking control over their anger issues. <laughs> oh dear. But, um, yeah, this podcast has been all over the place. Next time, I need, to, I need to come in with a little bit more of a, a sort of structure, maybe. I, I don't know, but then it kind of ruins ruins the spirit of what an idea of what a podcast is, of this free-flowing fucking mental ma magic mushroom bullshit that we just throw out into the internet and hope people see us and go, ooh, please, please look at me. Bringing it back to Guy Ritchie's, uh, you know, Everybody's hoping for something, basically. If you don't own something, you're not the boss. You have to take full responsibility for everything that you do. Why be subservient? You must be the master of your own kingdom. Oh, look at me. Me, me, me. And it brings back to that ego of 
pride can be good when you're pushing yourself and when you utilize others as a way to move yourself forward but it can also be a downfall of you where you look down on other people so it can be a bit bit of both uh i don't think that you know i make the joke with my friends like god complex and all of these things but i only actually use that as a way to be able to push myself to become better because god or the idea of god and why i don't believe in it is like it's flawless there's no change there it means nothing once you get to that point what's the what's the point we've all played god mode on video games it's boring after five minutes what the fuck would i play that like you want to level up you want to move forward you want to find yourself cutting yourself out of stone and to find who you are and to be a more powerful version of who you used to be and i don't think god or the devil or whatever or you know muhammad or whatever the other gods or deities are out there should should ever be a a a way to limit yourself in any way shape or form so positive ending i don't want to end that on me bringing up religion what's the most positive thing i can think of right now i think the most positive thing is that reaching goals is always really fun now here's the other thing as well i want to put it as well where i when i ran the london the brighton marathon last year i didn't stop myself from keep running i didn't stop after completing one of my goals i made new goals so for instance i will end this podcast by ending with the five-year mark for me this year i'm going to go do muay thai in thailand for a week camp because i want to tick that off my bucket list i'm also going to drive across france uh, to do what i did 10 years ago with my dad as a anniversary to basically a year of discovering traveling and finding the best part of myself in that period of time and i want to make that a, a, a big moment uh, next year, it's either going to be New Zealand taking a, a van across New Zealand from the North Island down to the South Island. Third year after that, hopefully, will be Kilimanjaro climbing that mountain. And the fifth and final year is going to be traveling from New York to Los Angeles. And I really hope that will be a big and all of this costs a lot of money. So obviously I have to save up for it. But there you you see ending the podcast on a positive of finding goals and finding things that are going to keep you thinking, uh, looking forward, but also staying in the present because you know you have to earn the money for those things. And you know you're going to have to work towards them physically, mentally, spiritually, and just fucking about and enjoying those things in life that, that make you want to do them. And feel a little bit more human, eh? So, this has been a Taylor's Tales podcast. This has been Chris's Corner. I've been your host, Chris Taylor. And as always, I hope to see you this time next week. Bye now. I just made coffee! Does anybody want coffee? Buddy, do you want coffee? Do you want coffee? I just made coffee! Who wants coffee?